about the Mentel-All? I've been told to, quote, keep it tidy, so... <laughs> No, the no men told all, y'all. <laughs> There's That's your podcast. It. Now, there you go. Now Ryan can play the Family Matters theme song in its entirety. Achoo, is that keeping it tidy? Achoo, achoo, achoo. Is that keeping it tidy? That's what the fans want. You know what I what I keep it? I don't keep it tidy. I keep it 100. I keep it 110. I'm going to do you one thing. better. No, that's a that's thing. That thing. it is now. People are going to start saying that after the podcast. Listen for it. That's what the kids are going to mm. be saying. They listen to this podcast to know what kinds of hip things they should say mm-hmm. so and now also keep this is keeping it tidy right here this banter right here Me with 47 seconds sipping <laughs> my riesling while i uh, ramble on about <laughs> the kids these days we had to record the podcast a day late we're sorry about that after last week being so we proud on the spot yeah monday, know, monday night, night recording we made up for it this week Ryan downloaded too much porn and his laptop crashed. Clogged the whole thing right yeah. up. Yeah. Woo. Turns out if you Google naked pics Chris Harrison, <laughs> it'll crash your laptop. Chris Harrison wearing only a pocket square. Where is he wearing it? You have to Google that to find out. All right. Uh, let's get into it so we can okay. keep it tidy. Keep it 100. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Is this what you're talking about? This is exactly what I'm talking about with keeping it tidy. Harrison says that the men's mansion oftentimes is like a fraternity house, by which he means people die there and girls get (laughs) raped. I think what he actually meant was that they bro out and have a lot of fun together. have a great time. Yeah, Yeah, that's what he meant. That's what he was getting at. Um, But that this season has had more fights and aggression than other seasons, which I can't imagine is true. Like, do you remember Chad and Evan getting Chad tore Evan's shirt. Yeah, Chad was like walking around, eating all that meat and just being roiding out. Yeah, he went every time he flexed, his shirt would rip off. Although it does, I will say, like, when they, and this is moving forward a little bit, but when Waboom and Blake were just loudly talking over each other, somebody off to the side, I don't even know who it was, but somebody said, this is what it was like in the mansion all the time. Right. So I I guess maybe Harrison just meant, not that there were a lot of, like, out-and-out fights all the time, but just that there was a kind of low-level anxiety and tension in the house. A lot of snippiness. Yeah. A lot of wabooming everywhere. Waboom. Turns out I didn't miss Waboom. It turns <laughs> out. I didn't know how I'd feel seeing him again, but he and Blake were the least interesting part of this, and they glossed over it pretty quickly, I was glad to say. I was glad that they did. Um, we got a most memorable moments from the yes, mental from montage that I have to say Ryan just wanted to fast forward all the way through. Usually you want me to fast forward through that kind of thing. Yeah. Seeing Casey yeah. saying some. That was good. That when was I good. Was you in made the helicopter. <laughs> you left me on a glacier. Um, Kaylin was there. I kind of forgot about that douchebag. I still, I forgot about him again. We watched this think two you, days ago, and I've already well, forgotten about it. Well, you don't know Kaylin. Did you but watch what Emily's happened? season? No. Yeah, did. no, I did watch Emily's season. He was like, I don't want that. I don't want to be a dad. Oh, right. Yeah, I do remember that. I didn't remember that it And he landed in a helicopter. What? He landed yeah, the helicopter? For the, for the first night? Because he was like a oh. luxury salesman. Oh, nice. Yeah. Impressive. 
Caitlin. We also, and we kind of fast-forwarded through this, I have to admit, but I was unaware that Ashley and JP got a sonogram done. And they superimposed Harrison's head over it. That's a pretty good joke. Oh, that's a pretty good joke, yeah. (laughs) That's actually like some of the pictures that I downloaded. Something (laughs) kind of similar to that. Different head. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, folks. Um, um, okay, let's move into what some of the guys from this season had to Let's move, let's, to memory lane has taken us to the present. As let's you, as you said, um, Chris asked Waboom why he was there. I mean, we just get into a bunch of Waboom and Blake drama. Somebody brought up, like, you hear the guys mentioning the banana, but it's really unclear whether it was an out-and-out lie or... I, and that's the one thing that I really wanted to get into a little bit more was, was that, and to hear Lucas just either admit that he made it up or whatever, you know. Um, I would like to get a little more backstory on this banana eating Well, scenario. I just wanted to know if it was like Lee saying, Kenny, you tried to pull me out of the van. Like, right. was it a total fabrication? Was it... Right, was Blake, Did Blake eating, really eat a banana? Yeah, was he eating a banana in the vicinity of Lucas? <laughs> yeah. Why would a banana grab another banana? I mean, those are the kind of questions I don't want to answer. Adam gets a line in that I kind of was wondering how long he'd been holding it and re- just was ready to use it. He said there was so much waboom when it should have been wabai. You know he's been sitting on that for months. Like, yeah. yeah. He had a team of people write oh, that bad boy for him. the jerk store call. <laughs> <laughs> well, the jerk store call. They're running out of you. Uh, all right, we get Demario. So, I mean, do you have anything else to say about the Waboom Blake? Not Just, a thing. It was not exceedingly now clear how again. obnoxious yeah. they both were. Yeah, to be uh, to be in their presence would have been extremely annoying. And now I don't know what reality show they're going to go on to next, but you know they're going to you're going to see them. Together it's pretty again. impressive on Blake's part that I'm like of the two of them, I'm not sure which one is the more annoying. Right, one. and like, that's what we've been talking about the whole time. Is I mean, Lucas should run away with the title but blake Blake's manages to in. be He's a dark horse. Uh, even without a catchphrase that's hard to do <laughs> to be as annoying as a catchphrase character yeah. without a catchphrase <laughs> you're not getting a catchphrase <laughs> um all right so then we move on to demario chris harrison brings up lexi of course demario calls lexi a random ass chick and then says Basically, like, you guys said that we were dating each other because we texted. Texted, yeah. But then he's like, I'm Beyonce's boyfriend. I'm dating Rihanna. Like, did you text Rihanna? I know. Because he's like, by your guys' logic. Well, and then Chris Harrison is like, don't, like, you know her. Right. (laughs) Harrison was not letting him get off with anything. No, but I also think, because Chris Harrison was like, I have you on tape saying that you dated her. We would have seen that if Harrison had it. Right. Harrison's bluffing. I like it that DeMario referred to himself in the third person. Oh, yeah. DeMario didn't tell you that. <laughs> I want to start doing that. I um, I have a, a larger question about this. Don't you think from DeMario's standpoint that it's a bad idea to go on television and to be exposed in like an out-and-out lie? Because like, I'm not sure that his legal troubles are totally done. With the Bachelor in Paradise stuff. Like, the Warner Brothers people cleared them, but I, uh, I heard I don't that... think there are legal troubles for him. What did you hear? I, I heard some kind of rumor that, uh, like, Corinne was going to... No, uh, 
press heard, charges. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I think that the whole thing was a fabrication okay. drummed up to get publicity because Corinne isn't pressing charges. They're going ahead with the show. Right. Everybody's going down there. Okay. I, I 100, uh, 99%, 99% believe that they... That it was an exploited situation designed to drum up ratings. Okay. Why would you... Because you're right. Why would you go on like a goofy men tell all show if you were being charged with with not... With rape, basically. Right. 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 Well, and that's... I was and confused. And like nobody brings it up. Sure. Well, and Harrison alludes at the end to the fact that they're going to talk about it on Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, it's or not whatever enough. it's called. I feel like that's... Uh, it's That's not enough. To talk about it? No. I mean, I just think that it's weird. I don't know what that... I don't know what to say about the situation at this point. Mm-hmm. I just think it's strange. If I were DeMario, I just would not have done this. No, but I also think if I were The Bachelor, I wouldn't have... In, if I were The Bachelor producers, I wouldn't have let him even come on the show. Sure. If he was under suspicion mm-hmm. of... You know, taking advantage of Corinne right. and without it, consent. And so that's what makes me think that he didn't even... That they're right. Like, because Dean's, you know, next in my notes, I have, like, he stands up for DeMario and says that he's not a bad guy. Which, I mean, that's not to say that people who you think aren't bad guys don't end up doing stuff like that. I don't The whole situation just stinks. I think that's kind of what I'm getting at, is I'm still confused. And, uh, and to, again, to be clear, whoever runs this show, Warner Brothers, um, like exonerated him on whatever whatever happened they said there was no wrongdoing but i just if i were demario i would be very um careful i would have proceeded with more caution if i were demario too i wouldn't even want to be associated with a franchise that had potentially like used me for you know right used me for ratings or was suspicious Yeah. yeah yeah i just i think it's strange and again who knows what happened um i just thought it was an odd uh an odd way to I mean, to we're just going to have to watch Paradise and see how it unfolds. That's how they got you us. You win, Harrison. <laughs> That's how they got Tricky us. Tricky bastard. Uh, Demario also, I think, compares himself to Bill Clinton. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Or he, yeah, he throws yeah, he in, there was a lot of reference. talking, and yeah, he references Clinton. Yeah, there was a lot of crosstalk and also a ton of bleeping when he referenced Clinton, so it was hard to tell exactly what um what he was talking about i'll also add that he coined a phrase that i've never heard before but need to start using he asked if there were any ocular facts that she and i dated which he seemed to mean like pictures video whatever um but yeah i'd like because that's what harrison says i have you on tape saying that you dated her yes are there any ocular facts start uh, lawyers who listen to our show start asking that question you're out there in court yeah we have a big lawyer contingent (laughs) Um, Andy, you're going to want to ask that question. <laughs> Rachel, for that yeah. matter. Yeah. Rachel's dad. That. The judge. That's something you can use in court. The judge. The judge. Uh, can I say that at this point in my notes, all I have in all caps is Dean is wearing a bedazzled camo suit jacket with a bow tie. Yes, I all did see true. that. All and true. also, that's a great way to show the folks at home that you've matured over the course of this season. I, why don't we talk more about Dean's fashion? I feel like it's been a... Nobody references it. Right. And it has been a point of note of notice every almost every episode. Mm-hmm. For us, you're for saying. For us, yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah well, you're saying, why is in America talking about Dean's fashion choices? Wake up, America. Yeah. Pay attention to what matters. <laughs> 
people, you sheeple. Freaking sheeple, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um... Let's see. What else do we have? Okay. Iggy and Josiah get into a, mm-hmm. li- a little bit. And then Waboom stands up for Josiah, which I think is what you don't ever want. No, right. Don't have <laughs> Waboom in your corner. Yeah. So, and then Waboom calling Iggy a joke. And uh, that backfires. Whoa. Because Waboom is the joke. Waboom knows what a joke That's is. That's true. He knows, he knows a joke. what's yeah. funny. <laughs> he meant it as a compliment, actually. <laughs> You're a joke like my Ace Pie Ventura. Waka waka. <laughs> honka honka. Oh, oh my. And then, really, I mean, I want to say about 80% of the rest of the episode is spent on Lee yeah. and Kenny. Yeah. And Kenny individually, Lee individually. Lee individually. Every permutation. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess we need to get into that. I mean, just on a broader note, how did you think that that was handled? I, I actually thought about it a little bit after the show because I had varying opinions. One was that it was a lot of time on Lee. Like, I don't think Chad got that much time or badgering. No, you know, I don't think he did regard. either. But I actually kind of like that because as we talked about before, I think with a lot of the previous quote-unquote villains of the shows, they're just like crazy mm-hmm. or stupid or, or like hyper-aggressive like Chad is. But there's not like a deeper underlying issue. Sure. And so I actually, that was one thing that bothered me some throughout the season. And it wasn't always the case, but I felt like sometimes they were trying to just paint Lee as like, he's the token bad guy. Mm -hmm. And that's why I really, really liked it when he kept just saying, I should have been a better friend. And they were like, no, say that you were racist. Right. Right. You know, Mm because I think it wasn't just like, like, this show has people that come on all the time that are just bad dudes. Mm-hmm. So I, I liked it that they were like, it was different because it was racist. Right. Well, and, and I agree. And what happens, I think, is... So Lee, first of all, clearly came on as someone who recognized that he needed to do some image management. Oh, on the Mentel On the Mentel I give him credit. I mean, mm-hmm. he didn't even try to, like... To defend his actions. No. And he didn't... He kept his cool to a degree yeah, I mean, Harrison said that he and was like he shaking seemed upset I mean he did he seemed upset mm-hmm. with himself and he totally seemed to understand wh- why all of the criticism was being aimed at him I mean I I give him credit for you know graciously moving through basically a really strong attack on sure him. yeah and w- what I'll say a is, justified attack sure a justified attack <laughs> well and what happened because you mentioned you know, on the one hand there was a lot of like just keeping on Lee keeping on Lee but when he gave his apologies a lot of them were like platitudes that didn't really get well, at right. the issue that yes. they and that's what you're saying too is they were like no you need to acknowledge so they brought the tweet yeah, up yeah. Um, and like no you need to say that this tweet is racist and to me, we're kind of jumping around in here, but the, one of the strongest moments of the whole thing was Josiah like coming on stage and being like, let me explain to you why this tweet is offensive. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there are a bunch of people who would see that and be like, well, they're both, you know, the KKK and the NAACP are both discriminating on the basis of race. Like, Lee is right, you know. To, 
to Lee's point, he did keep repeating that was only half the tweet. <laughs> I really want to know what yeah. the other half was. Unless the other half said, this is something stupid people think. <laughs> I don't really understand how that helps. Maybe it but, did. Maybe yeah. that is what it said. Psych. <laughs> not. Uh, this suit is not black. No, no, not has to be the end. Okay. Okay. This suit is black nut. This suit is black. Pause. You know what a pause is? Yes. This suit is black. Not. This suit is black. Pause. Not. Yeah, I don't know what the other half would have been that would have made this okay. But, um, yeah, it. he seemed to be open to the idea that it was an offensive tweet, but not really understand why it was an offensive tweet, like, until it was explained to him. Yeah. Um, and I, well, and I will say, I mean, he apologized finally explicitly for the tweet. Mm-hmm. I still don't think he necessarily, we didn't really get an overt statement from him saying that the behavior that he had on the show was stemming from racism, you know? And that's what Anthony was trying to mm-hmm. point out. And yeah. that's a really hard thing to do. Yeah. And I imagine that it rubbed some viewers the wrong way when Anthony was like sort of subconsciously Lee, you're probably acting out some racist tendencies. And as I said, everyone's a little everyone's bit racist. Everyone's a little bit racist. It's true. <laughs> yeah, no, it is true. It's and that's why that's a hard thing some to hear. Some people are a lot racist. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um no and that's true and it's a hard thing for most people to understand yeah. is, you know, there are, even if you're like, well, I'm, I'm nice to the black people that I know. I don't use I have a black language. friend. Right. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Peter um, has like 12 black friends. Well, and they, ca- they said to like that he always deflects or gets defensive. And I think you saw more of that in the show. Like I actually thought that he, he did a good job in the mental all of listening to, to the guys mm-hmm. and I, I felt like he seemed like he was trying to you know he, he acknowledged a couple of times I have a lot to learn in this mm-hmm. area like he said of the tweets I was a different person when I tweeted that mm-hmm. and that is I mean it's we've talked about that before you, you, you know, working in academia if people found private threads that we have with friends or text messages or jokes that we make on this podcast (laughs) well i mean me maybe not you but you know it's hard i I do think that it's tough to be and and i'm not a lee apologist at all but it is tough to go on a show like that and you know they can pull up all sorts of shit on you they can it doesn't make it okay yeah well and with lee it seemed to be there was a pattern of he seemed to have a twitter persona and maybe it was just a persona, but that doesn't excuse it of like, I'm going to say offensive non-PC things to get a rise out of people. Whether I, you know, and maybe he believes them, maybe he doesn't. Um, I do, you know, there was one point in the Mintel All when someone was like, oh, it was Josiah. Is like, why did you go on this show to try to date a black girl? Right. And that, because Lee says, I hate racism. Mm-hmm. So that it is interesting to me. And I don't think we ever got a real answer on this or I don't feel like I did like did he go on the show to be racist and to get attention like was it an attention seeking thing is he was he really is he really not racist and really wanted to date Rachel like I don't 
Well, I think my theory is kind of what what Anthony points out, which is that Lee does not believe himself to be racist. I mean, if you look at his KKK tweet, one reading of it is that it's he really does think that both of these organizations are racist. Right. It's just an ignorant thing to say. Right. It's the equivalent of like a few months ago. Do you remember when um, Rob Schneider tweeted John Lewis, like, let me teach you about the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. It's like that kind of thing. Right. You know, like, I actually, I don't think that Lee believes that he is racist. Like, like a lot of us. Like, right. You know, we don't think that we're racist, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not. Mm-hmm. You know, so I believe him when he says I hate racism. Um, I just don't think he understands the his, way, it, yeah. right? mm-hmm. his, his own sort of implied things. It was interesting when Kenny was like, um, I uh, I didn't see this as a racist thing when it was yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, I feel like we talked about that when the episodes were on. You know, like what's Rachel's reaction to mm-hmm. seeing all this? Um, yeah. I mean, I thought it was well handled. Yeah. And they did spend a lot of time on it, but I thought that they needed to. Yeah, no, it was interesting. And again, I think one of the big problems that honestly for all the talk didn't really get as much discussion as it could have was the fact that one of the big problems with Lee is he seemed to just delight in badgering people yeah yeah and that was a big like if there was a genuine conflict where Lee and Kenny just didn't like each other I feel like that's a slightly different thing like I'm gonna needle people for well and I think one place where Lee got in trouble was like coincidentally, all the people that he chose to needle were African American, right. basically. Right. So, I mean, cause, because people come on that show a lot of times, I think, and just enjoy. I mean, Blake and Waboom obviously enjoyed trying to get under each other's skin, right. you know. Right. Um, and I think that Lee wouldn't say that it was racially motivated, but it obviously was. Right thought Kenny's diagnosis was interesting is that he attributed a lot of it to like Lee just being in over his head like he probably thought that he was going to do better cut and yeah 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 Mm -hmm. that he was acting I thought that was interesting too that he basically just knew that he wasn't going to get very far and so he had to figure out a way to like (laughs) I don't know beat it I will say there was another um there was a really funny moment for people who watch Master of None. There's a funny moment where um, the main character confuses the word condone and thinks that it's like condemn. <laughs> yeah. Where like someone, maybe Anthony asks Lee, like, is that the way you felt about and the he's tweets? Like, he's like, absolutely. Yes. Like, yeah. he messed up. He misunderstood. Like, yeah. he was trying to deny it. I thought that was, um, was a funny moment. And then they had to, you know, kind of go back and correct it. Um, but yeah, it was an interesting discussion, and I feel like it's the kind of discussion that is helpful, I hope, in 2017. Again, I, I didn't see a lot of reactions to this, but I could imagine the audience being split between being glad to see this kind of thing explained to Lee and then de facto to many of us in white America. Um, but I can also see a bunch of people being like, this is PC nonsense. You know, I just don't know what kind of reaction it garnered. I don't know. Get your, get the numbers people on that. Yeah, get our stats. Get our five thirty eight team on that. They got nothing to do now that they can't predict the election correctly. Um, All right. Um, I mean, I think the rest of it is pretty pretty fast. You know, Dean comes. He still seems kind of upset about Rachel 
like saying certain things and and keeping him around and then cutting him. Right. You know, the Dean stuff was pretty shallow to me. Yeah. And poor Dean. I mean, he's gone deeper than anyone needs to go. Yeah, and in that's public, he so. seemed a little bit checked out. Yeah. He seemed like he didn't want to be there. Yeah. Which bodes well for Paradise. That's why he wore that camo jacket to try to just blend <laughs> He's in. He's trying to blend in. Like Alex, who we... And the Tickler. And the Tickle Monster, who he, I was like, is, where's Alex? He was the there. The Tickler got a lot of play in the blooper reel. In the reel. blooper reel, but not a thing to say. I guess he really is a one-note carry those no one needed. He should have just run up and like tickled Lee tickled and Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> this will make you feel better. Uh, Rachel comes out. She gives a little spiel about what it's you know been like to be the first black bachelorette mm-hmm. but she basically says she said race wasn't an issue for me um i thought it was lame she said that she was disappointed in kenny for how he handled the situation with lee which i thought was like give kenny credit i feel like he kept it together for a long he did. time. He kept it together more than most of us. Yeah. Much longer than most of us would have kept it together. I mean, he did pull Lee out of that van. <laughs> but other than that, he really kept it together. Um, I uh, I have to say, I thought it was funny when she said she missed uh, missed most of them, not all of them. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Um, and I also thought that it was a strange thing, like when Demario, she like talks to Demario about his stuff, and Demario's basically like laughing about the fact that he lied. Yeah, because <laughs> she like she points out what we already talked about when he like lies instead of like very who's blatant. This? Yeah, who's this? Yeah, um, and then that was the moment where she's like, okay, you're done. Right, and he's just like, ha ha ha, I did lie about that. Demario. Uh, Demario. You a dog. Uh, um, let's see. She says that to all the people who say, who's Matt and who's AJ. Us uh, among them. Wasn't AJ Adam Jr.? That's the doll, yeah, that's right? That's the doll, yeah. Right. I, I feel like she was mostly talking about that with Matt. Um, and apparently they really just did have like moments and yeah. connections. She said she's that, sorry that America didn't get to see it. I'm sorry too, Rachel. Yeah, me yeah. too. Send us the tapes. Send us all oh, the raw footage. Can we talk about Fred's speech? Yes, Fred's what speech. What on earth? Yeah, he seemed to have Bless that prepared. It. Oh, he was he had done that in front of the Toastmasters like oh, five times God. to get ready for the I feel like he needed TV. to be like holding a sheet oh, of paper and shaking. Also, Fred And that the was, guys like they embrace yeah. I feel like Rachel was like Fuck you, Fred. Right. Well, I also have to say, if you want Rachel to think less of you as a little kid, giving a nervous speech oh, is probably not the way to do it. He needed it. to get it out. He needed though. to get it off his Respect, chest. Respect, Hey, Fred. yeah. He's he's also keeping it. And 100. I feel like Rachel acts like a bitch to him. Like, what did Fred do to you? I mean, well, I guess we'll never know. Oh. I think she was just kind of annoyed too with the whole thing. But then don't, like, cut him the first sure, night. I yeah. mean, or tell them that you don't want... Don't bring anyone. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't bring, bring someone Fred. that I... Yeah. Here's a list of people that I don't want. Just this don't guy from this third guy. grade. <laughs> I would do that if I had it. <laughs> yeah. Who, Who's who would list? you not want? Well, I'm not. They're probably listening right yeah. now. Yeah. Andrew Thompson. <laughs> He lives down the street from me. Actually, he's a nice guy. That would be fine. Yeah. Who would I not want? Baby, now you're really interested in Andrew I know. Thompson. Yeah. Now you wish no, Andrew Thompson he's a nice was guy. there. He's married. He has kids. Yeah. We went to high school together. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who I would have not wanted for because they were in like grade school. Right. right. Well, she was in like middle school and he was in grade school. Yeah. That was yeah. never going to work. 
I'm trying to think of uh, if there's people that I wouldn't. Weren't you not allowed to look at girls? And yeah, that I wore blinders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the entire time. You wore the. Despite not what going. What they call it on How I Met Your Mother? <laughs> the uh, sensory deprivator five thousand. <laughs> your dad put that on you anytime you <laughs> were going to be day. in a co-ed yep. situation. I didn't go to an all boys school, but I might as well. Have. <laughs> Oh, I mean, that's a men tell all. That's a men tell all. Let's see if the... there's any, yeah, anything else that needs to. I really, I liked the bloopers. Josiah going to town on the food. I thought was pretty good. Yeah, the bloopers were good. Yeah, strong um, blooper game. Yeah, we as we noted, we didn't get a bachelor announcement. No, I don't know who to put my money on now. Oh yeah, we have to do predictions before we go. So what <sighs> prediction for who is going to win and who's going to be? Well, bachelor. obviously Brian. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about Bachelor though. I would say Eric, except that I, I, however sad this is, I don't think they're going to put a, a black Bachelor in right. yet. Right. Um. So, but and there does, like you said, there doesn't seem to be the heat. Maybe they're building Peter up for the like. I'm unlovable. I'm not ready. He's going to be on there with his therapist. It seems legit to me with Peter, though, when he talks about like having a certain idea of what engagement means Mm -hmm. and like respecting marriage. I don't, I mean, if I had to, if I had to put a guess, I would say Peter. Right. But I don't know. You know, and so a couple things. One, if it really is that legit, Peter, why did you go on the show? Right, like, like you again, know what the end game yeah, is. You're a normal human being who thinks that engagement is a serious thing and you're not ready for it after two and a half weeks. But this but is not the this, show for yeah, you. This is not the venue for you. Second, I think we've advocated this before. Just go back to like pluck a dude out of America. Yes. And make him the Oh bachelor. my gosh. Yeah. I would love it if they would... End the cycle right. of incest. Yeah. And just Fresh pick blood. somebody. Pick you know what? They used to pick awesome guys. Like right. Andrew Firestone. They had a prince. Yeah, Matt Grant. Matt Grant, who we British I mean, Charmer. I feel like you would leave me for him. You loved him. I did love him. Oh man. Yeah. Um, that guy from the doctors, Travis Stork. Stark. I don't, I don't remember him. <laughs> Stark. Tony Stark. Tony Stark. <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> Good for you. Um, the lesser known O'Connell brother, Charlie yes. O'Connell. Yes. Who, the winner in that season, girl from my high school. There you go. It all comes full, full circle. circle. It all comes why, back to I'm, bird high. Why not more celebrities like siblings? I feel like lesser versions of celebrities. Casey Affleck, we know you're getting divorced, brother. <laughs> Harrison up. You could wear that ghost sheet the if whole time. If you could choose anybody to be the bachelor, but it it has to be real, like they yeah. have to be single. Okay. But it could be and anybody. Living. Can't be like Einstein or something. Okay. Okay. I feel um, sorry for you that that's the direction that you would go in. I would choose. I choose Washington. <laughs> George Washington. <laughs> I regret that I have but one life to give for The Bachelor. That's not even a George Washington quote. Um, I'm trying to think. Like one of the... I know mine. Okay. I have a good one. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm not. No, because I'm going to think It's going to be so much better than yours. Well, then go ahead and do it. Mine will be anticlimactic. Well, big surprise. (laughs) 
Okay, mm. I'm gonna say. I mean, Harrison is an obvious. That's choice. my choice, Chris Harrison. Oh well, there you go. All right, well, we're obvious on the same choice. Page. Obvious choices are good choices. Yeah, I think he would be. I would uh, love if Chris Harrison were the Bachelor. Were the Bachelor, and if you were simultaneously the host. Runner up, Parum Pum. <laughs> Parum Pum is happily married. Mm. And uh, also has feathers. I'm feeling. I feel like he'd be cool with multiple wives. Yeah, you think he's that's down with be that? Fine. You yeah. know, per, you down with that parumpa? <laughs> you got a choice. I I said Harrison before you did. No, uh, you no, you denounced my choice. I denounced your choice. Um, is uh, is Zach Morris married? Mark Paul Gosler. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Slater, Slater, Mary. I feel like yeah, it would have. I feel like the best, the ideal. All Dustin Diamond isn't. There. Well, you want a celebrity in there? No. Well, what I'm thinking is it should be someone who like the women who. So maybe we should skew a little younger, actually. But like the women who would go on the show, like grew up sort of idolizing that person. Oh, that's interesting. So you know, like, like I never thought I would get to meet you, and now I have the chance to marry you. Yeah, sort of move. But I yeah. guess it would have to skew oh. like High School Musical age or something. Yeah, you know, like a little younger people we've never even heard of before. I nominate Zac Efron. I've heard of him. I, I know who that is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I mean, honestly, that would be the kind of thing where like people would go nuts. I feel like he's a little too famous. We've got to dip a little <laughs> A little deeper. too famous? Yeah. <laughs> a little. Well, he's not like a... I don't think he's an A-list star on his own. Zac Efron? No, I don't think You're so. You're crazy. He can't... He can't... Oh, you To be an A-lister, you have to open a movie all by yourself continuously. That, what is that? Just Ryan's Law? That's what an A-lister means. Like, you can... So, how do you know that? I'm, that is Ryan's Law. Yeah. But it's my definition. What's your definition of an A-lister? Zac Efron. <laughs> He's the platonic form of an A-list celebrity. Uh, guys, y'all are going to have to weigh in weigh on this. In. We might yeah. even do a Twitter poll for this because I feel so secure in saying that you are wrong. You think Zac Efron is B-list? Well, what, what are the grades? If Kathy Griffin is D-list, I do think that... I think that... Zach Efron okay, is B-list. Okay, we'll ask people on Twitter. Yeah, we'll ask people on Twitter. Yeah. I just think that A-list... Again, A-list means... People will go see any movie that you make. Yes, I feel that way about Zac Efron. You feel that way about you? Did you see that terrible movie that it was one of the worst grossing movies that's ever ever been made? We are your friends. Uh, I would have. Did we get it? Did <laughs> uh, we get it? Probably not. Sounds like yeah. maybe you're a little jealous. Yeah, I am jealous. Right, I mean, he's got a list. Is this what you mean when you say keep it tidy? keep it tidy? Yeah. Okay. A-list I'm just trying to get a list. gauge for it. Yeah, keep it tidy. There All it right. is, nice and tidy. We'll see you back here for the finale next <laughs> Finale, week, folks. folks. <laughs> so we're keeping it tidy, and Anna was complaining about the Family Matters theme from a couple weeks back. I'm just going to let you go out on absolute silence. I hope you enjoy it. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.